You know, over years, we end up with a lot of different people in our lives. And sometimes as we begin our spiritual growth, those people seem to have a kind of a negative perspective. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to deal with negative people in a positive way. Let's go get that nugget. Welcome, ladies, to the Life Mastery for Women podcast. I'm Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind, your host. This is where we go to learn to master our life one nugget at a time. Hey, ladies, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's episode where I hope I am finding you positively dealing with negative people in your life. If you're not positively dealing with negative people in your life, then it is my intention that in today's episode, I give you just one nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. Today, we're going to talk about those negative draining people, I should say positively draining people in your life and how to deal with them in a positive way. Because the last few episodes, we've been talking about positivity. Well, how do we start shifting that? We shift it from the inside and we all of a sudden keep kind of bumping up against those negative people that kind of drain our energy. Sometimes they're family, sometimes we're related to them, their coworkers, our boss, and we start recognizing that even these people no longer serve us in those positive ways and we're growing past them. Or you're just recognizing you don't want to be around them. So today, let's talk about things that we can do to maintain our energy and to maintain our positive state, even when we're with those people. But before we get started, let us ground ourselves and let's call back our energy. So sitting, just take a deep breath and just breathing in deeply, filling those lungs to the top, holding that breath for just a second. When you breathe and you become in this present moment, feeling your feet on the floor and your butt in the seat and just being one with my voice. And then call back your energy from all those mental tabs that are open. All the doubts, the worries, the problems that you're trying to find solutions for. Just call all that back. You can worry about that stuff later. But right now, be here with me and my voice. And let's let's call our energy back so we can begin to create the life that we want to live. And we can do that by having our energy all tucked up so nicely and neatly right in our heart. We have to let those tabs close and be in this present moment. So I hope you did that with me, no matter what you were doing. It's just closing your eyes and breathing in deeply and um, closing out the the doubts and the worries and the fears, everything that we kind of pick up throughout the day. I totally get it. People are so anxious and, and overwhelmed by all of the problems that we're dealing with. And there's so many, you know, as we become, you know, such a technology, technological society that um, we just have so much going on and things are such fast paced now that it makes sense that we're dealing with anxiety. We have all, all these tabs open. Even on my computer right now, I've got Let's see, three, six, nine, 12, 50. I literally have 15 tabs open on my computer. And that's kind of sometimes what my brain feels like. So when I'm able to close those tabs and oh, only work on one thing at a time, I can really focus. I really have a good amount of focus. So today, as we talk about those negative people in our lives, you know, it really, it really starts to be... Um, how you are growing. And if you are, if you are seeking expansion in your life, if you're listening to this episode, or you've listened to several episodes, as you are growing in your life, 
and you are expanding, you are starting to recognize that people around you all of a sudden don't really fit anymore with you and your new way of doing things. So it makes sense to me, you know, as as you start to elevate, those people around you tend to not, you tend to not want to be around them as much. So that is definitely one of the steps. But let's talk about that when you do have to spend time with that person. You know, you're not ready to completely cut ties, whether it's a spouse or a parent, a sibling, a coworker, a boss your kids, and they just happen to be kind of complainers or whiny or just negative in general. These are a few things that you can do to uh, control your own energy and manage your own emotional state, even if you have to spend some time with these people. So especially as the holidays are quickly approaching and you find yourself hanging out with some family members during the holidays. So the very first one is practicing empathy. Now, This can be a little bit difficult, especially if you find that that person is just on a negative roller coaster and no matter what you do, no matter what you say, they are just spinning and spiraling in the negative juice and they just can't seem to get out. I do have a family member that is like that and it is really, really tough to be around this person, but you know, I just love them and all I can do is empathize. But one of the other, and I'm just going to throw it in there just because I'm talking about it, is one of the other things that I try to do, it usually falls on deaf ears, but one of the things that I definitely try to do is to offer some solutions. Oh, as I'm practicing empathy, I like to offer some solutions. And most of the time, these solutions fall on deaf ears. They they are not interested in solutions. And you know what? That's okay. Everybody's here in their own personal journey, and I'm not trying to be right or bigger or better than them. I'm just trying to show them that there's another way. And sometimes it doesn't go very well. So sometimes I have to move on to number number actually three, because the first one is offering, not even offering, but just listening with empathy and not one-upping them. It's just like, yeah, that is tough. Yeah, about your car. Yeah, about your job. Yeah, about your kids. You know, you just keep, you just, yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, it's tough. And just listening for those emotional words. You know, I get it. That is really frustrating. And just listening to them, because if I start to one-up them, now we're in some competition of whose life is more miserable, and I don't want to go there. I don't want to start complaining about my life, because one, I don't want to cultivate that kind of an attitude. I don't want to cultivate those kind of emotions. So I'm just going to listen, and I'm just going to maybe offer a solution. Hey, have you ever thought about this? Hey, have you ever thought about that? What do you think about this thing? That could work. Have you tried that? Maybe you should try it again. You know, And if, if they're not then reflective listening is just repeating back to them a little bit at a time what they're saying to you. Like, oh, you know, my boss is a real jerk and he frustrates me to death and my coworkers are always like playing jokes on me and they hide my stuff and whatever. I said, your, your coworkers hide your stuff? They're like, yeah. I said, and what does your boss do that he's a jerk? Like you're just totally reflecting back and digging a little bit deeper. And it's kind of fun to do that because you start to pull out things in them and you start to be an active participant in their conversation. I don't know about you. Sometimes I have conversations with people and I say something and they like don't even they don't even acknowledge that I said anything. And it's just all about them. You know, it's 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 all about I'll say something, you know, and then they start talking about something and they nobody's acknowledging what anybody's saying. We're just basically waiting our turn to spill some guts. Right. And I go, oh, yeah. You know, if you reflective there, they all of a sudden feel heard. And they all of a sudden feel listened to. 
if that's the case, you are building your credibility with this person. And maybe, just maybe, you can get to a place where not only will they listen to you, not I'm sorry, not only do they feel listened to, is that maybe they'll take some solution ideas from you. Because if I can fill their bucket a little bit and make them feel listened to and make them feel heard and seen, and I empathize with them instead of competing with them, they might actually take a suggestion or two. And that can be kind of an exciting thing. You're starting to change your relationship. So that's reflective listening is just reflecting back to them what they say to you. And, and you don't have to be a parrot, you know, don't repeat it like that, because they'll start to pick up and be like, that's kind of annoying. <laughs> um, if you are, if you now this is this is I guess one of the next ones really is maintaining your focus is that I'm going to listen to them and I'm going to reflective listen and I'm but I'm not going to get sucked into their complaint, where I start to compete with them. So this is really about maintaining your own personal positive stance on life on things and you're just not going to go down with them so therefore you're an eight on the vibrational scale let's say and you're just listening to them be a four right and you're an eight make sure that you're focusing on your positive energy that you're not coming down to the four level where now you're complaining about your spouse with them right or that you're competing with them like we don't want to do that you don't want to you don't want to move into that space like that with them so that's the next one is maintaining a positive focus not sinking with them um and that also takes me into the next one which is uh being aware of your own energy like how are you feeling right now in an emotional state hanging around this person like there's people that I've hung out with that really make me feel anxious inside and i know that it's not my anxiety that I'm just picking up what they're putting down and I'm starting to feel kind of anxious that I will like, okay, you know, I'm just going to go over here or I'll see you later or I'll catch you. You know, I got to get going or, you know, whatever. And I start to kind of remove myself. But I, I, I put myself in a position that I'm really aware and awake. What is my energy like? Take a deep breath, kind of feel me. I'm going to go to the restroom, you know, hang out for a second, go out to get some fresh air. And I just kind of do an assessment. Like, how am I feeling right now being with this person? Like, this person is really wound up and they're, you know, they're angry, they're mad, they're complaining, and I'm starting to kind of feel angry or anxious or or irritated or whatever. And it's like, that's not my energy. That's me picking up their energy. And if I can't maintain it, leads me to the next one. I'm going to limit my content. I'm sorry. I'm going to limit my contact. Couldn't read my own writing there. I'm going to limit my limit my contact with them. So I might, if I do have to see them, if they are a family member, then I might not spend as much time with them. My 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 visits might be shorter. My phone calls might be shorter, especially if I'm not shifting. If the relationship isn't shifting in a positive direction, or I can't I can't get them to to see things a little bit differently, so we can have a more joyous conversation. If that isn't happening. I'm going to limit my time with them. But this is about doing all of the other things too, certainly maintaining your positive focus and being aware of your own energy. And then I'm going to limit. I'm going to limit my contact. The next one is right around the same um, the same uh, type, you know, limiting your contact is setting boundaries, is being able to just clearly state, yep, I have a half an hour I can be on the phone with you. Or right now I've got about 15 minutes. So we can go ahead and talk until 4.15. And then clearly state in your boundaries, okay, it's 4.15. I'm really sorry, but I have to go. And it's okay to do that. That is the thing. Those people that are complaining, 
they know somewhere deep inside, they know that that complaining is not connecting. Complaining is not connecting. But we use it as such. We complain about the weather, the politics. We complain about baseball and football and our jobs and lack of money and whatever the government's doing. We always complain about these things and we connect with other people. So that is in our culture. My thought is let's not keep that as a tradition. Let's change that. Let's shift that. And one way to do that is setting boundaries with the people who are complaining in your life. The next is to lead your own life by example. You know, I am on this planet and I am ready to seek expansion. I am a huge advocate for personal development. I'm a huge advocate for spiritual growth. And I do those things. So the people that are around me, they know that that's what I do. And I set boundaries with those people that are just not... They're not on the same page. They don't have to do the things that I do, but at least have an understanding. You know, there's people in my family that have no idea what my job is. You know, they still think that, you know, I I still work at the chiropractic office. And dude, that was like six years ago. And they don't know that I don't work there anymore. And they don't know. They like, oh, I don't know. We thought you worked part time because you're home all the time. And it's like, no, I'm a coach. And then they just don't know what kind of coach that is. And they've never heard of chakras before or energy work doesn't mean anything to them. And they just are not in this field in any way. And they're not interested in learning about what I do. They hardly ever ask me what I do. So at this point in my life, I'd limit my time with those people that just don't seem interested in me because then when I'm with them, they are just complaining. Well, I don't want to elicit that kind of an emotional response from them and I can't get them to shift and change their conversation, then I limit my time with them. And I just go about my life and I lead my life with the best I can and my abilities and just lead by example. So when, um, here's for an example, when I was, um, I hurt my back. And if you've listened to my podcast, I, I've in the past been really dealing with some back pain that was really this weird sensation of like all of a sudden my my back muscles are completely seized up there is absolutely zero flexibility without excruciating pain and so i'm literally stiff as a board laying down i cannot bend or engage my core without excruciating pain it was terrible and i remember talking about this with um these family members and you know, they're, well, it's your spine, it's your thing, it's your that, and they're, you know, and you're never going to get that figured out, and then you're going to have that back surgery, and they're going on and on in a negative way, and I'm like, no, I said, actually, I'm going to practice some healing, like, with what? Like, acupuncture? And I'm like, well, no. I said, but I do, you know, I meditative practice, and I, I work on the energy of the stuck energy that is in my back, and I work on that particular chakra, and they're like, what the hell's a chakra? And, and so I give a little bit of an example as long as they still continue to ask questions. And it doesn't take long before next the conversation is about them and their pain. And so I don't talk about it anymore. But what I do is there were times when my back was seized up that I'm on my back for two weeks. I'm not doing anything, you know, and, and I am literally needing to be taken care of because I can't get up on my own. I can hardly walk. It is, it is tough, tough, tough. And it's very debilitating and it's very scary. And it was very scary for me. And I was in the state of fear for a very long time. And then all of a sudden I woke up one day and I'm like, screw this. I am not having a life like this. I am not doing this anymore. And I worked hard. I had hurt my back on like a Thursday. I was down and out all day Thursday. It was worse on Friday. And then by Friday night, I'm like, that's where I made that decision. And by Saturday, I could walk on my own. And that isn't usually with the past five years. It wasn't like that. And then all of a sudden it dawned on me. I'm like, I have control of this. 
and I started working on my healing and by Sunday I was completely better and I was talking to these family members and like normally you're down by like two weeks aren't you and I said yeah but I did something different and like what'd you do and I said well you know I go in and this is what I do and I went right into where that stuck energy was and I felt through that pain and I said you know what let's heal we're gonna work on that let's heal and they didn't ask any more questions about it and they're both dealing with different types of pain in their body and they didn't ask any further questions so they're just not open to the idea and then I just kept going I just keep going. I keep doing what is right for me. And maybe in this lifetime, they will pick up about what I do and how I heal. And maybe they'll, you know, as they see some results in my own life, they might ask that question again. Now, I don't know. I don't know. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful, but I don't know. But these are ways that I can kind of protect my energy, protect my positive flow. So when I am around people who have a little bit of a negative version of themselves that is showing up when I'm around, then these are the things that I can do. So let's go through them again. The first one is uh, being um, being aware of my own. Oh, the first one was practicing empathy. So is is giving them some empathy. The second one is reflective listening. Reflective listening. That's just ref- literally reflecting back to them what they're saying. The next is to offer solutions. If they're interested in in having solutions like hey did you ever think about this right and you'll know right away because they'll like oh yeah I tried that or oh I don't do that or that doesn't work or whatever and then the next is is um limiting my contact with them limit my contact with them so I'm not so spending so much time with them where they're going to drain my energy and then the next one is setting boundaries I can be on the phone for 10 minutes or I've got 15 minutes so yeah let me hear everything you got going on and then the next is number six is being aware of your own energy going in, like making sure that you are not dropping into their energy. That's maintaining. This is number seven, maintaining a positive focus. Don't sink down with them. Keep your your positive energy uh, status. If you're an eight, stay an eight. You know, sometimes what I do when I'm going to hang out with someone who I know is negative and complaining is I'm going to do everything I can before I meet with them to raise my vibration to the highest state. Because if I go there and I'm sleepwalking and I then drop down to a four, then we're in this competitive complaining space where, oh, yeah, well, let me tell you about my job. Oh, yeah, let me tell you about my stuff, you know, and that's not a good space to be. Uh, so number six is, well, number six is, I think I'm getting these two confused, is maintaining your positive focus, not sinking down to them. Number seven is being aware of your own energy. And if you're starting to feel a little bit crappy or irritated or anxious, then go get some fresh air, cut the visit, uh, go do something else, change the subject, do something that you, whatever you can to kind of move that from that space because you might be picking up their energy. And number eight is lead your own life by example. And you can just wish and hope that maybe they will turn and come towards you, (laughs) towards the light, move towards the light. And that's all I can ever expect, right? I can't force anybody to do anything. It doesn't work. If they're not open, they're not open. But these are ways that I can maintain my own positive energy in the field of negativity. I hope this finds you well. I hope that that if you do need some support, please check out my communities on, on Facebook. There's Chakras for Beginners and Lady Rising. When you come in through the membership questions, say you're coming in through the podcast. I'd love to hear it. And also, if you find any good information from today's episode, please share. Please share this or write a review letting me know how it served you. I hope to see you in the next episode. Wow, that may have felt like a lot of information in today's episode, but if you're looking 
reinforced support and a deeper knowledge of what we talked about today, then let's connect. You can learn more about how I work and how you can work with me. Send me an email to the meditation room TC at gmail.com, subject line, let's talk. And in the meantime, you can join my online Facebook community, Lady Rising, and mention that you came in through the podcast. I look forward to supporting you and connecting with you there.